0: Hi, welcome everyone to Caffeine and Carrots. I have Adam Wiedner with me. He's the Customer Success Manager at Lexapol. Welcome, Adam. Thank you. Glad to be here. So uh, we're here today to talk about something that's very close to you, something that has fascinated you, and uh, that's data. And that's right. you're, you're a person who loves data. So can you tell us a little bit about that? What, what, what fascinates you about data?
1: I have always appreciated the story that data can tell. Um, one of my go-to examples, one that really, really interested me was in 2004, uh, there's a classic business case study where, uh, in 2004, there were hurricanes hitting Florida and Walmart's, uh, CIO was, you know, they're gearing up what to do to prepare for the hurricane. Hurricane Charlie just hit a few months earlier. You're looking around at, at other stores, Home Depot, grocery stores, they're saying, Let's get bottled water. Let's get flashlights. Like let's, let's get blankets. Yeah. These are things that we intuitively think of what we need to prepare the yeah. essentials, right? But what Walmart did was they employed a new system using data and data mining techniques, and they found that looking at their customers' behavior, the sale of beer and Pop-Tarts were like seven to ten x, you know, to prepare for the hurricane. And they said, you know what, let's try this. And it was a huge success. And so data's always been really interesting to me because it can point out some abnormal trends or really, really valuable
0: information.
1: If I'd have known we need blankets, it's not really too valuable. So data can really tell the story that we can't do so on our own.
0: Yeah, no, that's a great story. And so where where do you see data time as part of customer success, which is your current role? Where do you see that beneficial?
1: Yeah, I, I actually see this as two different parts. There's, you've got the data-driven decision-making aspect, you've got the customer success aspect, right? right? And as customer success, or in customer success, and as CSMs, we obviously want to give our customers the, the best experience they can have. Uh, you know, it's not enough to just contact them on a particular cadence anymore you know we need to competition is stiffening especially in the software space uh, i work in the gov tech space uh, specifically and we need to continuously be providing them with value on top of that they have to realize that value yeah. they they need to, to they need to know it exists they need to be using those features that's actually you know driving the the ROI on their end or helping them achieve their business outcomes cool. and so when it comes to Data and customer success, we can look at the story of the behavior of our customers post-sale. Right. You know, we collect a ton of data before the sale is made, and I think a lot of you know a lot of our audience members, a lot of other software companies out there, they've got all kinds of marketing and sales data. Yeah. Uh, but <coughs> once you pass that post-sale threshold. The data tells a very particular story maybe not the one we're trying to listen to Um, so being able to define what we're looking for and having it work for us is uh, I think the intended outcome
0: sure and do you think it also would help you you know along your journey of realizing and understanding things uh, what your key metrics are
1: of course of course so once we start capturing that data or Uh, Yeah, capturing, logging that data. Mm -hmm. As long as we know what to look for, we can start to kind of extrapolate or extract those specific metrics, things we need to know as CSMs. You know, your sales reps aren't going to care about NRR or tenure, let's say, but we can take the information that's already being compiled and collected, and we can really draw out our own treasure maps to where we need to go. You know, we need to know how often are they logging in? Yeah. Do the customers like us? Are they opening our emails? Yeah. Are they logging in? Are they, you know, are they? How many support tickets do they constantly have open? Right. Do they have none? Yeah. Is that good or is that bad? Are, are they even using the platform anymore? If yeah. there's none, that's, that could be a risk. You know, so a lot of that data we need to take a look at. We need to look at it in different ways, and really, uh, really see where they're popping up on the radar. And so we can employ, spe- you know, customer success specific strategies. No,
0: that makes sense. And, and from what we've seen here at Smart Carrot, um with most customer success managers uh, is that they don't have access to most of the tools or even the data that is part of those tools. And so a lot of times you're actually working or you're working on assumptions or you're just flying in blind into situations where you don't know what's going to hit you. And is that something that you've experienced as well?
1: Absolutely, uh, data silos, process silos, even just departmental silos can certainly be an issue and it's different company to company, but we all experience it. You know, um, Data is collected for, business problems are dynamic, yeah. right? A company starts out, sales, 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 you know, they've gotta get off the ground obviously, yeah. but then it, it comes time to, we need to support these customers well, I'll throw some numbers out there. What if we bring in $50 million a year, yeah. but our sales are only $10 million a year? We've got this huge set of revenue that's coming in from customers we already have. Right. And, uh, you know, churn is expensive for everybody. Sure. One, we're not getting that revenue coming in the next year, and someone else spent a lot of money on customer acquisition. Yeah. Imagine what it would cost us to get them back. Absolutely. So, you know, with those silos, the data can, again tell that story to help break down those silos. Where if a customer comes out of implementation and comes to me, yeah. and they're more confused than they've ever been, yeah. and or they don't know, maybe they lost sight as of why they chose our solution. Right. You know, th- that's something that we can make measurable improvements on to, to work together, break down those processes. Yeah. I can reach out, our leadership can get together and, uh, and really improve the, the experience for everyone involved right so data helps highlight those kinds of things yeah. when they're happening
0: yeah, no, and great points that i think one of the things um, i heard you mention is about the data helping you prevent churn mm-hmm. it also about you know the, how much the customer success teams uh, help uh, you know gain from the existing customers and so um, I'm assuming you're alluding to the ex- expansion opportunities, right, where you can identify potential conversations to have with customers who you could probably add more value on, uh, provide better outcomes and solutions for.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So data not only does all the above, but it, it's also the one of the best predictors for future outcomes. Uh, another example I like to use that, that I remember, uh, and actually kind of remember it happening, was a target in 2012. They really rolled out such a strong uh, you know, data strategy where they could tell, you know, buying decisions and behaviors are typically ingrained in consumers. And there's a lot of expensive research out there to back that up. It's pretty comprehensive. But they find out that when there's a big issue or a big change, in this case, it's adding a baby to the family, big change. Everyone's behaviors change. Yeah. People start taking different vitamins. They start buying different clothing they start changing their lifestyles. And Target was one of the first companies to actually be able to identify this mm-hmm. and begin marketing or presenting different and better solutions. They really met the customer where they were, yeah. and they did it through data. And in customer success, we have the ability to do that. The, it, the, the options are there. We have the technology, as the movies would say, yeah. you know, and we can really predict who's ready to buy. Um, are they struggling with something that I might have the solution to? If they don't know about it, yeah. you know, it's it's a disservice of me not to let them know about it. Um, you know, you can really answer any question you want, any of the uh, you know the quantifiable interest that that you're looking for. So right. yeah, those expansion opportunities pop up who's, who's gonna churn, who's gonna expand, it's all there.
0: So in an effort to get all of this siloed data across different systems, across different functions, uh, who do you think is responsible on working towards it? Is it just the customer success teams?
1: Yeah, uh, so this is definitely an interesting question. Uh, I'm working through this today. Uh, there's, there's light at the end of the tunnel but having experience on both sides of not only working for Fortune 100 companies where we have a lot of this data at our fingertips, but also in a, more, in a growing company which a lot of our audience members might be in today. Customer success has a lot of their own post-sale data. Uh, we can see things like renewals, we can see things like past expansions, uh, but a lot of data does live in different systems like support ticketing. I know, are they opening marketing's emails, <laughs> you know? Uh, are they ignoring sales, you know, sales calls, and are they ignoring us? We need to see what their behavior, is, how their behavior is changing, um, and we need to reach out to sometimes other departments to get that data that we need. Yeah. So product might have their own data with usage. Finance is gonna have their data with, um, are they issuing more discounts in a particular month, right. or in a particular, uh, you know, state or geography, right? And so we do need to bridge that gap and bring in, and garner executive sponsorship to bring all those heads together, right. because it's my personal belief that customer success really oversees almost the whole organization. You could say customer success starts right before the sale closes, yeah. or late during that sales process, and really. Everything that happens after that goes into customer success. So yeah. being able to break down those silos and make that information available is, uh, is paramount, in my opinion.
0: Sure. And and from the data perspective, how do you think an organization can prepare for before they dive deep into it?
1: Yeah. This is this is definitely uh, um, a, a deep topic. There's a lot of uh, you know <laughs> dynamic business problems that people might have, yeah. and uh, I would say. One, have an understanding of your data. Um, know who knows about your data. Identify your your project managers. Yep. And these don't have to be people that are certified or, or, you know, if you have your own, if your company's got your own project manager, great. Yep. Yeah. Um, but two, so one, understand your data, know your data, know where it is. Yep. Two, I would say, how can an, organization prepare, I would say prepare the team. I would say let them know, uh, identify the problem set, identify the issues of, of where we are today, and we see strategically where we want to be. Right. We're taking on more accounts as CSMs. We don't have the time to contact everybody and have the perfect conversation every time. Yeah. So we need to increase our productivity, and, and now we're looking at leveraging a tool. Uh, and Change is scary. To change is change is scary. You know, uh, people can see change as as scary, uncertain, sometimes even threatening. Uh, but an organization can really prepare by addressing these concerns, mm-hmm. showing where they'll be, you know, on the other side of the fence, right. and uh, and how they'll be more fulfilled in work. They'll be performing better and just happier overall. I think.
0: Sure. And and. You know we've been speaking about this over the last couple of days offline, but so would you want to share with the audience your experience in, in how this you know this is a struggle if you don't have a buy-in from the right stakeholders or the right teams or you know things are not in place? What's yeah. your personal experience? Yeah, no,
1: th- thanks for asking. So like I said, I feel like I've lived on both sides of the coins. I've, I've been a uh, beneficiary of really complex and sophisticated data systems. I've been on the other side with a startup company growing into, you know, something bigger and evolving, graduating into that next step. As companies, especially in the software space, as they start to, as acquisitions happen, or more product lines are launching, or more mm-hmm. business units are forming, there are a lot of, of complex moving parts, and that's something that uh, that our company is going through in a good way. So we're experiencing those growing pains, but. Being able to prepare, being able to think strategically, and that we will be—you know—once we get past our ad hoc or manageable revenue marks, we're going to be implementing and leveraging more software like carrot like we are today, and being able to confront those, let's say, data discrepancies or complete lack of processes that we might <laughs> that we might come across—it's yeah. uh, it's healthy. It's a good thing. And working with carrot so far has has uncovered those and really forced us to be better in those areas, but at the same time we're able to see you know where we will be, what data and information and ultimately knowledge we're gonna have as customer success managers
0: in order to leverage in our favor. No, sounds good. Um I think that's all we had for you today, Adam. Thanks so much for joining us. Of course. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks for having